Hayes Natana wanted to share another idea about Parshas Noach. Um, jump all the way to the very end. The last Aliyah of the Parsha, the seventh and last um, one who's called up to the Torah, will we'll start with a section about what's known as the Tower of Bavel. The, the tower built post-flood, after the great discussion of the flood in the Parsha, um, Rashi explains that this tower was built to rebel against Hashem. They wanted to build a tower to hold up heaven. God could never destroy it again. They were consciously, actively attacking Hashem. Rashi, in a famous Rashi, tells us, though, that their punishment was less. Their punishment was less. They were dispersed around the globe, which they were trying to avoid. Um, and they, and, but they survived. And why was that, says Rashi. Famously, Rashi tells us that they were very united and they had unity and peace between all the different people. And therefore, Hashem said, in the merit of that, even though you were rebelling against me, I will forgive, I will be forgiving to that and I will, um, and I will not destroy the world. Says Rashi, this is even kinder than the generation of the flood who are not rebelling against Hashem. We see um, that, that the people who are fighting internally um, got destroyed, whereas those who were rebelling against Hashem got a lesser punishment. A really a beautiful Rashi and a lesson on unity and kindness amongst people, which is of great, great value, and which, which is what makes that Rashi famous. How could you not see the beauty of the result of their unity, even when it was for a terrible mission? There is one line at the beginning of Rashi, <clears throat> which bothered me. Rashi says, as he introduces this, though, that they didn't have a portion in the world to come. This, this community that rebelled against Hashem as a unit, peacefully, vis-a-vis -vis each other, were rebelling against Hashem, and they lost their portion in the world to come. Now, my question was, so what's it all worth? Right? You're playing for nothing. Right? You're, there's, no, uh, <laughs> there's no potential outcome over here. Right? So you've lost your point and your place in the world to come, but you're going to be able to continue um, because of your peace to live in this world. What, where is the value? What's the point? That was a question that bothered me. Um, I asked this question to a, to a number of people, and my Rabbi, Rabbi Berkowitz, told me the following idea. He said, there's always a value to being alive. A person needs to appreciate the Jewish outlook on life is that there's an inherent value in being alive because as long as the candle is burning, I can still accomplish more, I still have a chance. As long as I'm still in this world, you say, well, they lost their chance, their place in the world to come. Well, you know what? If they could still change, they could still do something to change that. As long as you're alive, you've got the greatest opportunity possible, which is to turn your life around, to accomplish something great, to come close to Hashem, to do what we call teshuva, as we discussed in the High Holidays Unit um, discussions. You can always turn yourself around. And so the great value and the great fortune that this community had because of their unity was that Hashem said, as bad as you are, if you're unified, I'm going to give you another chance to be in this world. And being in this world means that you have another chance to succeed, to make yourself special, to come close to Hashem, and even reverse a decree that you've lost your place in the world to come. Truly a lesson of the value and opportunity we have each day as we tread this earth.